0: Welcome to the Nifty Chicks. In this episode, we had the opportunity to sit down with Board Becky and NFT Ignition with Fame Lady Squad. As you've heard, Minty Cell mentioned the project numerous times on the show. We are so excited to finally get to chat with them and talk about the story behind Fame Ladies and what's next for the gals. Let's do this.
1: All right, welcome to the Nifty Chicks. I am super excited for our guests today. We have the Fame Lady Squad, Board Becky and NFT Ignition. Uh, for anybody who has listened to our show for any amount of time, knows that I pretty much talk about the Fame Ladies on like every episode. So (laughs) obviously we were very excited to meet you guys in New York at NFT NYC and very happy to have you here today. So I think first off, we should just, if you guys want to introduce yourself and talk a little bit about what brought you into NFTs and how you met, that'd be cool.
2: Cool. Why don't you go first, Danielle? Yeah so um I've been in the NFT space since 2020. Um I came into the space <clears throat> because I was day trading crypto now for very long actually before I found NFTs but um I found a project called Don't Buy Meme and in <laughs> that discord um I ended up creating a project with a few of my friends where we like wrapped meme cards and they were basically like tamagotchis where you could like feed them and and um you could mine from them every day and, and earn tokens and stuff. So it was like um, a fun little game. But that really got me down the rabbit hole of like creating projects and onboarding artists. We could not find enough artists. It was just like a lot of filter art back then. So I was on Fiverr and Freelancer, like trying to convince artists to come on and work with projects with me or make their own projects or just like you know finding artists in weird groups on Facebook or whatever. Um, And that led me to, like, creating nftbasics.com and a few other things. And then last year, July 2021, Fame Lady Squad launched as the first all-female generative NFT project with the first all-female team to run a project, or at least that's what we were led to believe. We did find (laughs) out almost exactly a month later (laughs) that it was actually um, three men running the project and no women involved. And uh, we were able to, though, convince, you know, the community actually did a vote on Twitter and was able to convince the original team that they should send us the project. And we've been running it. Which is so amazing. (laughs) Well, yeah, it was definitely a wild ride, Um, but probably the first successful community takeover of a project and still going strong.
3: That's so cool. Yeah, it's crazy the amount of time that's gone by. And yet it feels like yesterday. Um, So and I I said to Danielle, you go first. And Danielle is NFT ignition for anyone listening on audio, (laughs) um, just for reference. So uh, I'm bored, Becky, I Actually, my real name is Ashley Smith. I know it's confusing, <laughs> but <laughs> if you want to find me on the internet talking about NFTs, you're going to find me under the pseudonym I am bored Becky. Um, I got into this space very differently than Danielle. Um, I was not a crypto native at all. Uh, May 2021, I bought my first cryptocurrency in order to buy my first NFT um, and really it was the blockchain um, that piqued my interest. I was very curious about what smart contracts could do. Uh, Pre Web3, I was a realtor in Vancouver, Canada uh, for about 14, 15 years, very heavily involved in the profession and industry. Um, so, sci- kind of, I sit on boards, et cetera, and um, was very much looking at like, what is blockchain going to mean for the industry at large when it finally takes off? And, um, you know, we know inevitably it's likely going to have an impact on most sectors. And so it was really that curiosity and that full recognition that I had zero knowledge about any of it, had not purchased any crypto. And crypto in and of itself, I think is a very interesting thing when we think about um, you know, buying assets, et cetera. Um, and so Anyway, Gary V comes along, decides he's launching his project V Friends. I was following him as an entrepreneur for some time and thought this is a safe way for me to dabble in the space, learn a little bit more um, about what this all might mean and, and just get my feet wet and about, you know, as, as Danielle said, a couple months later, Fame Lady Squad launched. I bought in as a collector on day one. Um, and then a month or so after, like our world's totally changed. And and here we are. And Danielle and I really met through that Fame Lady Squad community um when we ended up having the opportunity to take over the smart contract, which I think is a really important. Uh, nuance to this is that we were able to get that smart contract ownership uh, for the project. Um, you know, a few of us came together within the community and thought like, what can we do? How can we uh, do something special with this uh, group of people and holders? Um, and that's when Danielle and I really first started chatting. And, and uh, it's you know, we've been partners in crime ever since, just leading the way. So that's, that's, that's awesome. the short version. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: That's amazing. I, I absolutely love your story, specifically around Fame Lady Squad. And Mindy Cell is not kidding. She literally talks about you every single episode. She's been a fan. Forever, I can't
2: help so. it. <laughs> <laughs> she is-
0: Yeah, she has become uh, the reason why I've become such a fan of you guys and then to get to meet you guys was super awesome. And one of the things that um, we NFT chicks are proud of is that a lot of our listeners are brand spanking new to the NFT space. And. Mm Um, when we all were new, like day one new, um, I feel like we're all still probably pretty new relatively. Um, but we were all day one new at one point. And so I'd Mm -hmm. love to hear from either one of you kind of were you intimidated by the space? Were you like ever like unwelcomed in kind of the communities? Like what was your experience literally going from a web two to the web three space? And how can kind of our listeners be, you know, take what you guys have gone through to like begin and really kick off their own journeys in the space?
2: I'll say, so I definitely wasn't intimidated because the space was nothing like it is now, right? um it was so small there were like few chats where you could really go to to talk about it there were only a few people talking about them or making them it was mostly people just minting things as a joke and sending them to their friends and then like ens like that was the extent pretty much of the space so there wasn't much to be intimidated by at that point um i will say like the community you know i grew with the community and the space so like as the community gets bigger, you just get to know more people and you learn more and they come up with new ideas and, and it's all really exciting. So from that perspective, like it was it was a really easy transition but it's definitely, I, I can see harder to jump in where now people see it as an investment. Um, and that just really wasn't the case when I got into the space. Like it really, nobody thought they were gonna make money from these memes that we were minting. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Yeah, the only thing I might add for myself was just like, I, I didn't have a lot of intimidation from the sort of human personal level. Um, I think I recognized early on, and maybe, you know, my experience has led me to understand like when something's so new. No one's an expert, so if people are acting as though they are, um, they're faking it, <laughs> um, or they're they're totally delusional. Um, and so that that was one thing. But I think um, you know, a year ago today, the the resources available to try to get engaged and try to you know purchase cryptocurrency for the first time, try to understand the differences between like non custodial and custodial wallets, it, it was very scary. I I still think it's very scary, but there are more reliable and reputable resources now available to folks so i think it's just a matter of navigating those resources and finding trusted sources like you know you ladies here with your podcast um uh, you know these types of uh resources were not readily available very much early to mid last year and and especially i I hate to you know i don't i don't want to um polarize the community in any which way but there definitely was a lack in of women in the space and so i think for a lot of people um trying to like thumb through all of the bro culture um and figure out like what's what's true what's not true um is this even digestible For for, like can i understand it um you know that was tough and so i just want to give kudos to you guys because i think you're you're really adding a lot um to this ecosystem. And, and I think it should continue to get better and better and, you know, more, um, um, you know, accessible for lots of people. So if you are new and it does feel overwhelming, like it's okay. We've all been there. Just take your time, um, and find your people.
1: hundred percent. So you You guys just recently celebrated your one-year anniversary, and I know I had a great celebration party. Unfortunately, I missed it. I don't know what I was doing that night, but I was so sad. I saw, like, all the tweets and stuff about it. So one thing that I think is really cool about the Fame Ladies Squad and what you're doing is, A, you've got this awesome community, but you've also done some really interesting things, in my mind, for partnerships. Like you did, I've got on my Fame Ladies stacked – Uh, necklace the partnership you did with catharsis and then you did something really cool with aletheia aletheia however you say it um so (laughs) so talk i love the time nobody knows how to
2: pronounce
1: it (laughs) i know right so i would i would just love to hear how some of those partnerships came about do you have other partnerships in the works that you can discuss um, I just, I i love to see the innovation and, and new ideas in the space. So if you yeah, can talk a little I, bit about that.
3: Absolutely. I think um, it's worth recognizing that for us as uh, a project and leadership team, um, partnerships and collaborations were fundamental for us for year one. Mainly because, like to our story, we took over the smart contract for Fame Lady Squad after the team had sold out made all the launch proceeds, you know, millions of dollars, got to leave. um, And here we are trying to um, make a really important project, um, be sustainable and be able to do cool things and be able to bring value to the holders. Um, And so uh, what I'm trying to get at is we had very little funds. um, And so what can we do now? Early early on, I think there was definitely an attempt from a lot of projects to figure out um, how cross-pollination might ha- help each community and add value to each community. Um, I will say from like a leadership perspective, it's very tough. It's tough to navigate. Um, we had a lot of inbound requests from different um, companies and projects that wanted to work with us. Um, and, and I just want to say it out loud, like it's not easy to navigate all of that. You know, we had a lot of attention for a period of time there. And, you know, uh, at the same time, you're like, okay, if you want to work with partners, A, what kind of value is it really bringing? B, is it simply a, is it simply a like dare I say, like marketing, uh, ploy, just something that brings excitement for a minute and then, and then slides. Um, and, and are these people you're hoping to work with, are they vetted? Are they safe to work with? Are there any security Mm -hmm. issues like, or, or delivery issues? Like, You know, if we partner with a project like Catharsis or a company, rather, you know, are they really going to deliver and execute on the promises? Because the last thing we want to do is rug our community, have them either be excited about something, make decisions based on a partnership, or spend money on something. So I'm not sure there's one way to navigate this, but it's something that I think any folks who are leading a project should be thinking about now we were really lucky because we did have um, some people who really did come to us and a we managed to see the communication (laughs) Um, they probably tried to reach us a few times Um, but for one rule of thumb that we had was anyone that we're going to partner with we're going to meet them we're going to you know obviously IRL in real life isn't always possible but we're We want to talk to them. We want to see their faces on Zoom. We want to get a sense of their history. What have they done in the past? What were they doing before Web3? Can they really deliver on the stuff? So uh, Catharsis was such a wonderful example, husband and wife team. Um, They had done a couple of things, not a lot. We were probably one of the first projects they really partnered with, but we were able to get a sense of the type of work they had done in the past to create, and for those listening that don't know what we're talking about, creating um, real-life jewelry, custom pieces that would be relevant for our community, limited edition type stuff that would be delivered through, um, NFTs. So how does that work? You get. they, by the way, they also happen to have design backgrounds. So they created these really, really cool NFTs that we fell in love with that are, that our holders would get if they decided to buy in, but they're also getting value. They're getting something that if they redeem those NFTs, they're getting these, um, real life, custom pieces, um, delivered to them. And, and we've been nothing but happy, uh, with, you know, the partnership and the way that they've worked on their growing, they're doing a lot of really cool things. So there's that Aletheia was a project. Um, and again, I use that word too loosely. It's, uh, Aletheia is a platform really for um, artificial intelligence that brings NFTs to life. And they were looking at Fame Lady Squad for some time before we had really had any real communication with them. Uh, but A, because they know that our holders have, um, you know, exclusive IP use of their um, NFTs. So it's fun. You can use the IP of your NFT train your NFT to do cool stuff. Um, And, and they also told us blatantly when we did finally get to connect in person and kind of get behind and be able to almost advocate for their, their work um, that they, um, you know, they were really excited that Fame Lady Squad did have the origin story that it had, knew that we were planning to stick around because they have to put in a lot of work. So they, on the flip side, they were like, who can we partner with that we know has a sustainable community that has leadership team that's going to stick around, that's not just going to disappear, <laughs> you know, in a month or two. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's this two-way conversation, right? And and the closer that we've been able to get with these partners, um, the more value we've been able to add, I think, our communities um, and deliver both ways it's reciprocal so and there's been others Um, we certainly have some big things coming up that you know we hope we can talk to you more about soon Uh, but I think choosing those partners carefully really matters and I will say like back to Aletheia we did our due diligence like that uh, as a company, they've had some pretty big investors like Mark Cuban. So it's like, okay, Mark Cuban's putting his money into Aletheia doesn't mean it's going to be successful, but there's been some vetting involved. The people behind the project are real business people. They're working on something, um, you know, and so these are the types of things that I think a lot of folks ought to be looking at. Um, not every project's going to have a Mark Cuban behind it, but, right. but you know, so anyways, I, I, I know I'm going on a little bit here, but, but we've been very intentional with who we work. With, um, and I think it's been the big value add we've been able to do over the last year with you know limited capital,
2: <laughs> yeah. And having yeah. a collab coordinator, she, she's not here obviously, Cara, but uh, she's amazing and um, her networking skills are you know a plus, <laughs> so that's helped a lot nice. in kind of navigating who's worth working for, oftentimes because you get so much inbound, um, it it's hard to find the things that are actually worth your time and all of that. But, um, you know, it's almost been our outbound um, collab request things that have given us the most value, I think.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. Very I cool. mean, Minty yeah. Cell is rocking the necklace. Um, that uh, <laughs> Which Gen FT had to spend about 30
1: <laughs> minutes um, untangling and New York. I'll have, to post, I'll have to post the video with this. Uh, I did it, you know, on the, speed it up time. So it it takes about 30 seconds. But yeah, this thing was a disaster. (laughs)
0: and skill that it will now become very public thanks to that video so um future career change in i see Mm -hmm. um untangling things anyways so um yeah you guys have a lot of things cooking and in the in the pike like you guys are coming out with some really cool stuff we had an episode on the alethea um or alethea however you pronounce it and um our our virtual uh Fame Lady actually shares a little bit about Nifty Chicks. She's kind of like our, our opening pitch. So it's it's such a cool software. So I encourage people to check it out. And um, because you guys have so many things in the pike, uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit about what the future holds um, as far as a roadmap and some things that I know you can't go into all details and share two, you can't spill all the beans, but um, mm-hmm. give us a little taste of like kind of what the future of Fame Lady Squad has in store for um, the holders.
3: Yeah, for sure. Well, um, as you mentioned, we just celebrated our one year anniversary since launch. Now that was really important because it really, um, recognizes that like you know, Fame Lady Squad was the first all female generative PFP project. So we wanted to celebrate that. But coming up in the next uh two, three weeks, we've got our one year takeover anniversary, which is basically since we took it over and started moving forward with it. So there's a lot more um meaning behind that that anniversary date uh right. for us, and I think for many people in the community, um, whether they came before the takeover or after. So we we are gonna be hosting um, I guess this is. A little alpha, uh, I won't give you all the details, but we are going to be hosting a virtual event, um, that is going to be bigger than anything we've done before. So we're very excited about that. Um, and we are hoping by that time to be announcing some other key initiatives, um, you know, that we've been working on for a while now, now, because of our unique situation, um, you know, I mean, we just have to say it out loud. Like we need to make sure that Fame Lady Squad is a sustainable Uh, project, a brand that we can develop and grow over time. It's been pretty much volunteer-driven until now, which is wonderful in terms of the support and cheerleading that we've had from people within the community and the work that's been put in from folks who are really not expecting much in return. But we acknowledge in order to um, grow and to be able to add real value, we, we need to make sure we're in a position where we have resources we have bandwidth, we have all those things. So it may not sound super fun um, to the outside world, but we're really working on um, a strategy that's going to be able to expand and allow us to scale um, uh, be well beyond uh, what we've been able to do in the past. Like we're very happy with year one, but year two, we got to look at growth. Um, and so that that's kind of the extent of what I can say about that. All I can really focus on is that it's been a huge priority and, and assuming all the dots connect as we sure hope they do um, it's going to have a big impact um, for our future. So super pumped about that. I mean, what I can say because we haven't touched on it much is like fame lady squad one of our primary missions as a community is to empower elevate and support women in web3 um we're really going to be focusing on that regardless of which direction some of these things go um you know we do have our podcast uh called from the blockchain i i don't feel i'll just say like as women in this space as com- i don't think we're competitors i think we're all working together to try to add value and educate and and help kind of for sure Spread the gospel about what Web three is going to mean. So we're going to be continuing to work on that um, and finding other ways. And I know Danielle, um, you know, she has an education background. She's been in this space for a long time. She understands a lot more of the technical side of a lot of these things, and and I think even the professional side because she's seen so much of it. You know, how can we start adding value? Um, from, you know, an educational initiative standpoint to help, um, you know, bring value to people within our community, but also outside of our community. So those are the types of things we're gonna be thinking uh, a lot about and spending time on. It's so exciting.
1: It really is. So there's a couple things I just want to mention. So I did, I participated in the, uh, I can't remember what it was called, but basically the murder mystery event. And it was... Spatial.io, and then I can't remember where else we went, but that was super fun. I ended up um, hanging out with some of the people that you know are in the community, uh, you know that we talk to, I'm like talking to all the time on Twitter and all that, and so that was really cool. We ended up buying a couple penthouses in Spatial.io, so I think we should all have a party again. We, you know, we talked about that. So today when I was doing my Costco run, I was I always try to listen to you guys. And I was listening to the most recent episode that you did with Kelvin Troy and the Making Your Own Avatar. And I know talked about potential um, fame ladies uh, involvement with that. Can you elaborate any more on what we can expect
3: from that? Actually, yeah. So um, yeah, 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 yeah. So actually, (laughs) the NFT avatar maker is a tool. um, And you can actually uh, find them today and actually mint um, what like a, a, a pass to basically access fame lady squad traits so that you can do today cool. and, and okay. basically create your own 2d avatar um with fame lady squad traits like key traits but you can also mix and match if you happen to hold um in other you a, by the way you need to own a fame lady to access that pass um but there are other projects like honey's uh board eight yacht club and several others um that also have traits that you can access and if you own in several, you can like get mix just and a, match. Match a mix and match. Yeah. So you can create okay. your like board ape slash fame ladies. So I'm thinking <laughs> that's, that, so I, cool. like, that's pretty oh. cool. So what's <laughs> a board Becky going to look you- like
1: in the future? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I think, I think
3: board Becky's probably going to have some pretty cool, uh, Fame lady tattoos is probably key. By the way, for anyone listening, Port Becky is my my board ape. That's why I run around with this name. Um, but yeah, she's probably gonna have her multicolored grills, but with some mm-hmm, fame lady mm-hmm. features and maybe some hair. Um, but it, the it. some of the stuff that's coming um, is gonna be uh, when they are. By the way, this is where partnerships you know, you gotta pay attention to the nuance. It's it's in their hands. They're the ones that gotta make it happen. Um, but mm-hmm. they do have plans to basically bring these things into 3D. So there's um it's one of the avenues for Fame Lady Squad to basically have um a, a 3D presence and and potentially get into things like um different metaverses, different gaming worlds, um, those sorts of things. So we're really excited. Um and again back to partnerships. Like this was someone that we've been chatting with for a long time. And for us, it's like, what kind of value can they bring? What can they build? Um, and, uh, it's, it's also quite fun. Like people have been having a lot of fun with it. That's going to be super epic. (laughs) I can't wait for that. Yeah, super. I and I think they do have some surprises coming to holders. So those are the things that it's not our alpha to share, but stay tuned. And if you're interested, just just follow them. And and um, I'm sure anything that impacts us will be making announcements. I, I, where can you follow them? Do you know? Um, I believe on Twitter. It's just at NFT avatar maker. Um, you'll, yeah. You might need to fact check fact check me, but I think <laughs> that's correct.
1: <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. There. Yep. Mm-hmm. NFT avatar Maker.
0: Yeah,
2: I love that wall behind you. By the way, that looks amazing. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> did you? And did I know, I know
0: you're. I, I know you're talking about my hotel wall because. Yeah. <laughs> <the OG hotel laughs> <wall. laughs> so <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, she's got her did... fame ladies up there. Her three in the corner. She's got the OG yeah, one the year three... anniversary one right there. Yep.
1: So awesome. I, and yeah. that is something that I, I think is really cool that your community a lot of times does special things. So like I've gotten, um, well, actually in New York, I met, met a doc piece and nice. I it we were sitting at the event. Um, I don't remember where it was, but it was the event that was like with my BFF and you guys and a few other people. And she started speaking and doing her her talk like what she did on the the nft and i was like oh my god i just realized that it was her who i had met you know at the speaker dinner and it was i put two and two together I, maybe I'm slow.
3: <laughs> no, that's great. So Doc Peace Doc did our very first, uh, well, helped enable our very first uh, polygon drop to Holders. It was a long time coming, but she wrote a custom um, uh, flow. She's a wor- spoken word yeah. artist. So she wrote a flow to kind of outline uh, the Fame Lady Squad story from her perspective, performed it, and we overlay that uh, audio to an mp4 uh, nft with a kind of honorary fame lady in her likeness and um, yeah it's really cool she's doing a lot of neat stuff in her own right and in fact she's um, our next uh, appointment for the day so she's going to be on our podcast so oh, if you want to learn more about her That's stay amazing. tuned <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah. really
1: excited about that in fact, I need to get back in touch with her to get her on this show. So it's full yeah. circle here today. <laughs>
3: yeah. There's a lot of great women in this space. That's one thing I want to say out loud. Like, there's so many awesome, badass women just doing cool things. So, yeah, kudos to all of them. Yeah, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah we we are so lucky to have um, to be able to have a, a platform where we can highlight all of them, including you two. You guys are just crushing it i think what you your story is so cool because there it's such an active role that you guys have taken (laughs) whether you like it or not it's um Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's for you to take over something especially being new to the space and like the whole world like and the smart contract i I mean it's just such a cool freaking story and are you guys both full-time web 3 at this point full-time
2: yes yes
3: Yes. Yeah. I, I, I joke that it's like 95% of my time and 0% of my income. Um, so that, that <laughs> needs to change. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's, I, I feel but you I, there, <laughs> but, but that's the, that's the fun part of these early days is that like conviction yeah. about where the space is going. And sometimes you put in your sweat equity. Right. And so, um, it's been a wonderful way to learn. Um, and, and I, I think it's important for people to hear that because there's just so many opportunities still for even brand new people to get involved in different ways to kind of start looking under the cover a little bit and and peeking around the corner and understanding, you know, how things work and where things are going. So for us, I think no regrets, but definitely probably more time spent than most people would be aware of for sure. (laughs) I can only
0: imagine. I can
3: only imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's that's very cool. So um, on a personal level, what is next for you guys as far as like you guys are the humans behind Fame Ladies, um, like bring us down to the human level. Like what's what's on the on the kind of the agenda for this next year? Well, we we know what Ashley's doing.
3: Well, I'm minting I I thought she would share that <laughs> one of one. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm minting a one of one. So, um, you know what? A lot of unexpected things happened in 2021, 20, 2022. So, didn't expect a big pivot in career, and um, now a big pivot in personal life with having my first child. So, uh, my boy is going to be born mid September. So, Yay. everything is changing. Doing everything at once. Um, you know, I live in a apartment style condo here um in British Columbia. We're doing a full reno so I'm actually getting ready to move to get the reno gone done and and moving in with my parents for a couple months which <laughs> sounds crazy but uh, you know what um at 37 years old I'm really excited to have my mommy <laughs> with me um and uh trying to like do all of these things right and and support my partner um the best way i can with his business which is the business i used to be in and um just figuring it all out so it's it's a big of um 2023 right now looks very unpredictable uh who knows where we will be and what will be going on but that's the fun of it i think
0: that's exciting. And, yeah. and Danielle, give us a little peek into what your personal life looks like moving forward in this next year. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, um, you know, I, I've always been kind of focused on education in the space. And right now, I've been really focusing on how to scale that. Um, I think the space is missing a lot of resources, a lot of different types of resources, and trying to find ways to reach more people. Like, we're all doing this kind of on a one by one basis, maybe, maybe a little bit more of, you know, on podcasts and stuff, but I feel like it's too slow and I need to find ways to um, be more effective, you know? So that's kind of what I've been working on. Good
0: for you. Well, we're also on that journey. So let us know how we can help you achieve yeah. that. Cause that's what Nifty Chicks is all about. It's awesome. Yep.
1: Very good. Um, so what's the best way for our audience to, keep up with you guys and what's happening with the fame ladies both you know you individually and the project as a whole.
2: Yeah, so um for me my personal page uh, NFT ignition, I'm NFT ignition on Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, Discord, everywhere nftignition.com uh fameladysquad.com we have fame underscore ladies for the twitter we actually just managed to secure fame lady squad twitter but we haven't done anything with it yet i don't know if we're going to but that's exciting no so (laughs) that that that's a that's
3: a good thing and yeah um, no yeah no that's great so yeah fame underscore ladies twitter and instagram um you know i don't want to make any promises but i'm really hoping to expand our social reach with fame lady squad so perhaps keep to stay tuned on other platforms um but for myself at at i am bored becky on instagram and twitter um i'm actually about to do a linkedin overhaul to reflect the stuff i've been doing over the last year so (laughs) that's really exciting um and then of course our our podcast from the blockchain the easiest thing to do is you'll find everything on fameladysquad.com or pinned generally in our um twitter bios for for access to that yeah
1: awesome well, thank you ladies so much for being on the show seriously it's
3: our like our honor we're such big fans of yours it was so nice to meet you guys in person yeah. um i'm excited i hope we continue you know these conversations and of course we're excited to have you on one of our upcoming episodes as well so uh. getting into your stories
0: that would be fun, <laughs> fun stuff. Thank we you guys so much. We love you. Big fans forever. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Thanks, ladies. Thanks. All right. Oh, my gosh, Minty Cell. I am, like, seriously on cloud nine, fangirling over those incredible women. Uh, same, same, same. You know, you know how much. I just, when I,
1: when I discovered this project, I, like, went in deep with them. I I just I love it. I love the story. I think that they're amazing. I'm so excited that we you know had the opportunity to meet them and sit down and chat with them for this. And I just know that you know, we're going to continue those conversations with them and just continue building that friendship. And hopefully we'll be doing, you know, some partnerships with them in the future.
0: Yeah. They're just, they're just so cool and so relatable and like everything that they've gone through, like talk about, it's just like one of the most epic stories I've ever heard. Like, I feel like they need a documentary on, on that whole story. I agree. Uh, <laughs> right? I 100% agree. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I'm, I'm super excited. You know, they have offered to have us come on the, from the blockchain podcast. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that. And of course we'll be sharing that whenever. Um, that comes out and is available on all the socials. So you will want to make sure that you are following us at the Nifty Chicks. That is at the Nifty, N-I-F-T-Y,
0: Chicks, C-H-I-C-K-S. That is right. And as always, thank you so much for listening to the Nifty Chicks. Always remember, invest in yourself. You are worth it.